0: Let me spread the fragrance before you actually get the rose in your hand. We'll quickly revise the important features of Autonomic Nervous System we have done so far. All that added on with introduction to the cholinergic or parasympathetic nervous system. All fresh and sparkling info coming up at your end. Welcome all to Is Pharmacology Difficult? Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBBS MD, Pharmacology. And this is the audio hub to get the best, simplified basic tips, strategies, methods, and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better, and make your concept crystal clear. If you really find, and if there's a question hovering in your minds, is pharmacology difficult? Lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. So far, what we have understood, let us get to know once again. First, the nervous system consists of two parts, peripheral nervous system and central nervous system. The peripheral nervous system, it has two divisions, efferent and efferent's. The efferent EFF, it comprises of two systems again, the autonomic nervous system and the somatic nervous system. Then again, autonomic nervous system is composed of the enteric nervous system, parasympathetic nervous system and sympathetic nervous system. Second point, sympathetic system serves to stimulate the sympathetic divisions Some examples are, it causes increase in the heart rate, it also leads to the increase in the blood pressure, it leads to the increase in the blood flow to the skeletal muscles and heart. It also causes dilatation of the pupil and the bronchioles and its principal function is flight or fight response especially during the emergencies as in the state of excessive exercise or certain fair conditions. 3rd Point Parasympathetic system serves to maintain the body homeostasis, mainly it monitors the digestion and the elimination processes. It actually overdominates the sympathetic system in the conditions of the rest and the digest. Well, that was so nice. It's noticeable that the sympathetic output is diffuse while the parasympathetic output is discrete. Now, in the case of sympathetic output, the postganglionic neurons, in fact, they innervate the multiple organs. While the postganglionic neurons, in case of the parasympathetic system, they are unbranched and they innervate specific organs or tissues. And both sympathetic and parasympathetic systems they oppose each other's functions generally and usually now i will be holding some important talks about chemical signals interplay that occurs in the autonomic nervous system the various mediators in the autonomic nervous system are first and foremost they are the hormones the hormones they are released by specific endocrine cells into the bloodstream they show effects on target cells or tissues The other local mediators which are released as chemicals via the cells, they act in the vicinity of the cells. They are very short-acting chemicals. Neither they enter the blood nor are they distributed elsewhere. I know you want to know what are these. Well, some good examples of such chemicals are histamine and prostaglandins. Then let's divert our talk towards neurotransmitters. The spine of the A.N.S. These are chemical signals very specific in nature. The action potential it arrives. The depolarization ensues. There is a rise in the intracellular calcium. The fusion of the synaptic vesicles with the presynaptic membrane occurs. And the neurotransmitters they are released which are rapidly diffused to affect their respective receptors or the target cells. The most important neurotransmitters we ought to know they are first, acetylcholine. It mediates transmission in both the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system. At the adrenal medulla, the neurotransmitter is the acetylcholine. In the somatic nervous system, Acetylcholine is the neurotransmitter at the neuromuscular junction. Second important neurotransmitters, they are Adrenaline and Noradrenaline, also known as Epinephrine and Norepinephrine, respectively. Adrenergic means the neurotransmitter is Noradrenaline. While the adrenaline secreted by the adrenal medulla, it also serves as a chemical mediator. Now, before I officially start with the cholinergic system and their drugs, their neurotransmitters, one more term, let us know in no more time. Now, the neurotransmitters, they control all the functions in the autonomic nervous system, but certain drugs or certain diseases can alter the course of function of the neurotransmitters at the synapse or the effector cells or the tissues or the organs, etc. When such things happen, such a state is known as the dysfunction of the autonomic nervous system or simply we can call it dysautonomia. That's a new term, right? Okay, pathologies like Parkinsonism, excess alcohol intake, states of diabetes, degeneration of neurons, degeneration of ganglia, or the degeneration of the nervous pathways as senile changes or in case of certain tumors or the lesions of the spinal cord or diseases like multiple sclerosis etc they all can lead to dysautonomia now let's commence the parasympathetic nervous system conference I'm so excited to talk about it first and foremost there's an overview of And few important notable points or features or terms you ought to understand and know. Rather, you should memorize them by heart. Let us go. The first term is the cholinomimetics. Now, drugs which behave like acetylcholine, in their actions, they are known as cholinomimetics or they can also be called as parasympathomimetics. The cholinergic drugs, they are the drugs which modify or affect to lead to action via the parasympathetic transmission or innervation in the cells, tissues or the effector organs. In the upcoming episode, I will be detailing the acetylcholine structure, its synthesis, its storage, its release, its action termination, biodegradation, etc. Because that's the best way to start the cholinergic system acetylcholine, once understood well, it will pave the way for the comprehension of the parasympathomimetics also. All step by step, in a manner. Not to entangle, just to simplify and unravel. You know what? Just remember, easy it is. Though not it seems, we know how. You just need to believe. So keep the faith and keep the learning spirit on. For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, please visit www.spharmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about medical sciences, drug information updates and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name. Is pharmacology difficult? If you are listening for the first time, do subscribe and follow whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do rate and review on iTunes, Apple podcast. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay enlightened. Thank you.